Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast this morning with your host, Jen. Let's jump right into scripture this morning. I've got nothing to talk about. Yes, pretty rare. Usually I give some sort of blurb about something, but this morning I've got a lot of nothing. So let's go ahead and just start reading the Bible, which is what we're supposed to do anyway. So let's read Genesis chapter 40 verses 1 through 9. Unfortunately, I couldn't really find a good stopping point in this uh, chapter of the Bible, mainly because it's kind of one story. So I kind of had to stop it in a weird spot. So it'll be sort of on a cliffhanger, I suppose. (laughs) So at least maybe you'll be excited to join in on Monday to figure out the rest of the story. (laughs) As if you don't already know the story. I know you guys know your Bible. But let's go ahead and start reading Genesis chapter 40, verses 1 through 9. I will be reading out the W.E.B. version as I usually do, but you can read out of whatever version you prefer. After these things, the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker offended their lord, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. He put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, into the prison, the place where Joseph was bound. The captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, and he took care of them. They stayed in prison many days. They both dreamed a dream, each man his dream. In one night, each man according to the interpretation of his dream, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were bound in the prison. Joseph came into them in the morning, and he saw them and saw that they were sad. He asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in custody in his master's house, saying, Why do you look so sad today? They said to him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. Joseph said to them, Don't interpretations belong to God? Please tell it to me. Probably many years has passed since Joseph was thrown into this prison. It could have been close to three, four, maybe five years that Joseph was stuck in this prison before these two men get thrown into prison with him. You remember that Joseph was framed by Potiphar's wife, who had said that Joseph was trying to rape her. Now, this, of course, wasn't true. We know that Potiphar's wife was not a very nice person. In fact, she was a terrible, horrible person who was trying to cheat on her husband. She wanted Joseph herself, and she was the one who was trying to rape Joseph. But when Joseph ran out and had accidentally left his shirt with her because she had pulled it off of him, she decided to frame him, either because she was super angry that Joseph had uh, ran out on her or because she was scared that maybe somebody would come in and see her holding Joseph's clothing and then she'd get found out for what she tried to do. So one way or the other, she frames Joseph and Joseph gets thrown into this prison. Now, this prison was a place where the king's people were kept, the people who had offended the kings. So officers and guards who guarded the king and also this chief cupbearer now and this chief baker. So these two men get thrown into this prison with Joseph, who had already been there for a long time. 
And it says that Pharaoh was super angry with these two people. He was angry with the chief cupbearer and also with the chief baker. Now, this, these titles are pretty easy to understand. A chief cupbearer would be somebody who prepares the drinks for Pharaoh and would also taste the drinks to make sure that there was no poison in them before he gave them to the Pharaoh. And then the chief baker was clearly the person who would bake all the foods and give them to Pharaoh. He was in charge of all the baking. Somehow, these two men had offended Pharaoh in some way. Maybe perhaps with poisoning. Perhaps somebody had tried to poison the Pharaoh and these two men were the prime suspects because, of course, they were the ones who handled the food. So this is what many people assume was since these two men handled the food for Pharaoh, that some sort of poisoning was taking place or had at least tried to take place. Somebody had tried to poison the Pharaoh in some way. So these two men who handle the food for Pharaoh get thrown into this prison where Joseph is staying. But it says, I want you guys to notice something in verse three and four. It says that Pharaoh put these two uh, food handlers, <laughs> for lack of a better term, in the custody of the captain of the guard who was supposed to watch over them. And this captain of the guard was the one who threw them into prison. It says in verse four that the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph and Joseph took care of them. Now, do you guys remember who the captain of the guard was? It was Potiphar. In Genesis chapter 39, it actually says that uh, Potiphar's title was captain of the guard. So Potiphar was still associating with Joseph through all of this. And he had put these two men in the care of Joseph. So even though Potiphar was the one who had thrown him into prison for his wife's ridiculous uh, lie and ridiculous victimhood story, Joseph was still on good terms, kind of, at least at this point, with Potiphar. So perhaps Potiphar didn't really believe his wife. Perhaps he did believe his wife, but still thought Joseph was a good worker. Who knows? One way or the other, he puts these two men that were the food handlers under the charge of Joseph. So Joseph was the one who's supposed to be taking care of these two men. And it says that they stayed in prison with Joseph for many days. So who knows how long past. Many days could be three years. <laughs> we don't actually know how long Joseph was in prison, but many scholars believe that Joseph was actually in prison anywhere from five to ten years. Even though these stories happen back to back to back, it doesn't mean that they happened quickly. It's very possible that Joseph was stuck in prison for years and years and years. And that is very sad because Joseph did nothing wrong. And yet he was stuck there in that prison waiting. But God was with Joseph. We knew that from the last chapter that Joseph was still prospering, even under this terrible condition that is prison. Egyptian prisons were not nice, but yet Joseph was still prospering because God was with him. So when God is with us, nothing is impossible for us. We can prosper under any circumstances because God is with us and God watches over us and he takes care of us. And he, it says in the Bible that he is the one who feeds us and clothes us and protects us and takes care of us. So we don't have to worry about stuff, but I am digressing hard. Anyway, let's get back to the story. In verse five, it says that these two men, after many days in prison with Joseph, it says that they both dreamed a dream and they dreamed the dream on the exact same night. So the cupbearer ended up having a dream on the exact same night that the chief 
baker ended up having a dream, but they were both completely different dreams with different interpretations, yet they happened on the exact same night. So this was probably scary and confusing for these two men that they both had a troubling dream at the same time on the same night. This was probably very scary for them. So they don't know what's happening. Their faces are sad. They think it's a bad omen. They're terrified. They're scared. And Joseph comes in in the morning to check up on them. And he sees that they were sad is what it says in verse six. So he sits down with them and he's like, why are you guys so sad today? What's what's wrong? Tell me what's wrong. And they say, we dreamed a dream. We each dreamed a dream, but there is no one who can interpret it. We have no clue what this dream means. It's scary. It's frightening to us. We don't know what it is, and we have no one who can interpret it for us. But Joseph raises his hand, and he's like, well, I'm a dream interpreter. <laughs> and he's like, don't interpretations belong to God? So he's spreading God's power to these two men. These two men who likely know nothing about the Hebrew God from the beginning, he is showing God to these two men. And that's actually very consistent. Joseph does that all throughout his entire trial. We know that he did that in Genesis chapter 39 as well, because he said to his master's wife, who ended up framing him, he said to her, I can't do this great wickedness against God to sleep with you. I can't do that. He is constantly sharing God with everybody that he encounters. Joseph was that kind of a person. In fact, a lot of times when Joseph talks in these first few chapters of his life in Egypt, he mentions God in many of the times that he is talking. So he says these interpretations of your dreams belong to God. They don't belong to you. They belong to God. God knows everything. God is the one who gives us dreams. He knows exactly what they mean. And I am able to tell you what these dreams mean, to tell you what these interpretations of these dreams actually mean. And he says, please tell them to me. I don't want you guys to be sad. So we'll talk about the rest of this chapter on Monday. So join me then and we'll discuss the two dreams that the chief baker and the chief cupbearer end up having. Join me then 6 a.m. But until then, I am going to ask that you guys have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you sleep in. Make sure you get a lot of rest this weekend. And I will see you guys bright and early on Monday morning. Happy listening and God bless. God bless.